0: The number one Online 8 silver online guildhallwealth.com, precious metal advisor, the investor kit, all kinds of goodies and reading for you there. You should be aware of that. I'll tell you right off the hop, if you're investing and using your RSP account, whether it's RSP, RESP, LIF, RIF, LIRA, or TFSA especially, for every $5,000 US invested, you will receive a gram of gold courtesy of Guildhall to get that uh, bullion ball rolling. Lots of stuff going on this week, Darren, and a special Diamond segment uh, a little later on the show as well. We do have
1: some very interesting news this week, John. In fact, it's going to be a big show. We're doing an interview with our friend and friend of the show, Gerald Salente. We're happy to have him aboard. He is the best, and uh, we're going to have him very shortly, so stay tuned for that. We have some exciting news to talk about in the diamond world that involves Guildhall diamonds. And of course, Paul is going to be bringing that information to you during the show. And uh, we are looking at the market's year to date and seeing that both silver and gold have rebounded week over week back into trading ranges of norm, a lot of bargain hunters, a lot of shopping done along the way. So first, let me say congratulations to everyone that bought from Guildhall over the span of the last seven days, and welcome to the firm. We're glad to have you aboard. We're happy that you made the choice to choose Guild Hall. And whether you're an RRSP or registered account holder, whether you bought your product to take home, Mm -hmm. whether you bought gold, silver, platinum, palladium, or natural fancy color diamonds, we couldn't be more excited for you and what the future holds. So let's get started today. If I look at silver, we are still remaining up 25.3% on the year to date which is very exciting, despite the pullback and the opportunity it presents for buyers, while gold is still holding at a very strong 18 plus percent over the course of the year. A bargain bullion is the basic message buyers of silver and gold uh, coins and bars seem to be sending in the past week or so, and it wouldn't surprise me if this continues for the next few days while we source out uh, some different situations in the global economic picture, but again, we're sitting here on the news of much that is changing very quickly. There's a lot to talk about in this show regarding a couple of big points. Deutsche Bank not looking much better. Of course, we think that the plunge protection team had something to say about where they were going. They hit their all-time low of about eleven dollars and change per uh, stock U.S. dollar, and uh, once that happened, of course, we think something came in and bit the bullets and said, "Hey, we got to prop them up. It's a big bank. It's the." Too big to fail mantra, and of course they bounced right from 11 and change back up to 13 and change. So again, lots happening in that particular arena. We've got news, of course, on the week with um, with uh, respect to Wells Fargo, their CEO resigning um, as of today. Discussing that and the impact that has, I'm just going to show you that we've talked about this very fundamental on this show. I mean we've beat it over the head I don't know how many times constantly about the fact that you cannot trust headlines. You can't stop reading. You have to get the story behind the story. You have to become knowledgeable in this day and this age. And if you did, you'd know first off one of the best things you can do to protect yourself is to own the very asset we discuss on this show, gold, silver, and natural fancy colored diamonds.
0: 18778 silver online to guildhallwealth.com. Hey Paul, how are things?
2: In Gokomoro, or just uh, generally? just in general. <laughs> okay. Well, I, you know, I, you know, just listening to to Darren, I mean, I just find it extremely interesting. Uh, Deutsche Bank, lots of problems. They got fined by the Department of Justice, uh, fourteen billion dollars. Um, silver was, you know, was in the, about the twenty dollar range, and they came out with a story that they had made a deal uh, for four and a half billion. It was a complete phony story. Um, They haven't made a deal. The CEO went back uh, to Germany with nothing in his pocket, no deal. Yet silver and gold hasn't moved back up quite yet. And I think it's going to happen. We haven't seen any news since last Friday. We're taping the show Thursday. Um, We haven't seen one thing in the headlines about Deutsche Bank for a week. It's amazing. Uh, Every other headline is about Trump. Trump. Uh, and you know what he's been up to sexually, but nothing about Deutsche Bank and how they're in trouble mm-hmm. and how they're going to come up with fourteen billion dollars if they can't make a you know some type of settlement. So it's an it, it's interesting times. I think gold and silver is an unbelievable buy right now. I think you know it, it's come off. Silver was as high as twenty one dollars and change just after the, uh, the Brexit news. Uh, even that. With the Prime Minister of England saying, well, they've got to put something in place before, you know, the next quarter or next year's quarter, first quarter. Um, and it's hit the sterling. Sterling's trading about 122 against uh, the dollar. The dollar's got very strong against all these currencies, and it doesn't make sense. The debt of the US is now close to $20 trillion. For anybody out there listening to the show, it's an incredible amount of money. A trillion dollars is an awful lot of money. If you were born in biblical times with the birth of Christ, if you spent a million dollars a day, you wouldn't go through a trillion dollars. That gives you an idea mm-hmm. of what a, that is. Darren, what does a trillion dollars look like in stacked on a skid in, in $100 bills?
1: A trillion dollars stacked on skids in $100 bills. First off, it's six feet high on every single skid, side to side, front to back. And of course, it would take up the entire... Entire property of the White House to begin. It would be as wide as a football field is in length. Uh, It would be enough to basically take 53-foot trailers with a truck attached and put it in front and still not be wide enough. You put two of them in front and still wouldn't be wide enough to cover the circumference of how much actual cash that is. And that's just $1 trillion, let alone 20 and then all the unfunded securities and silly numbers that countries owe and the debt that's piling up. I mean, this is the game they play. It's the paint the picture and then try to do everything in their power to You know try and get the people to think that things are fine that interest rates will inevitably have to go up because the economy will improve it's like saying you know what i'll bet you over the next 30 years the economy grows nice yeah, I bet but you're reaction. right. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely right. But you know what? We better prepare for it. We better be ready because interest rates will have to rise if if inflation gets out of hand. The fact is we're all paying more for things that we do every day. The cost of living, whether you live in Mexico, you live in Canada, Austria, whether you live in the U.S., doesn't matter where you are in the world. Every country that's developed can attest to having a a standard of living, which is slightly decreasing because it costs more, whether it's in hydro, whether it's in food, whether it's all those things, because wages in real terms are not growing except for the 1%. That's because our mentality hasn't changed. We haven't adopted a strategy which allows us to ensure our wealth in better ways owning gold and silver does that exact thing for you as an investor, as does having a colored diamond. These are the types of assets which are tangible, which are good for barter, which are good for long-term success, which are good for, in some cases, even short-term success. It just depends how you want to take this. If you're listening and you're on the fence and you're thinking about it, think no longer, because to get in and have an account with Guildhall, Guildhall couldn't be easier. It starts by making a phone call. Simply picking up the phone or dialing in to the uh, to the firm and finding out what it is we do and how we do it. Secondly, if you got the internet in front of you, guildhallwealth.com, that's the easiest way to find out everything you need to know. You can take product home with you. If you just want to start stacking a little bit of gold and silver at home in your own secure uh, location, maybe at your own bank, that's fine. You can buy it from us. It happens every day. If you'd like us to store it, that's also fine. We'd be happy to help you with that. We have great storage options. And of course they're second to none in the world. So you've got insured locations where you can visit your bullion, be assured that it's taken care of in an appropriate manner that sets the world standard. If you want to take that a step further and you'd like to have a registered account and use some of your RRSP money or your TFSA money to own bullion, we can accommodate that as well. If you're in an RRSP and you don't like what's happening, give us a call because we can get you out of it. We can get you into some bullion. We can get you into some silver or gold within that RSP, that TFSA, and uh, ultimately any of the other types of registered accounts.
0: One eight seven seven eight silver and Guildhallwealth com for starters.
2: It's a, it's a great opportunity to have a hedge to have an insurance policy. Everybody out there, you know, whether you have life insurance, uh, car insurance, home insurance, you know, we don't want to collect on the insurance, uh, but sometimes unfortunate things happen, and it, that's why you have an insurance. Buying gold and silver is a, is an insurance policy against your capital with. Central banks printing money at a rapid rate. We just talked about $20 trillion of debt for the U.S. government. It's almost impossible to pay $20 trillion out. Then you've got the unsecured, which is Social Security and Medicare, which I think is about $180 trillion. It's an awful lot of money. It can't be paid back. And if interest rates were to go up, What's the juice? What's the interest on $20 trillion? It's an awful lot of money to pay out, and that's one of the reasons. Even now they're saying there's a 60% chance of a December uh, rate increase with uh, the Fed. It may never happen. They're looking for 2% inflation. There's always been more than 2% inflation. It's 5 6% inflation, but they don't count automobiles, and they don't count rent, and they don't count a lot of gasoline, and they don't count a lot of things that make up inflation. But there is inflation. Anybody out there that goes shopping, goes to the stores, does their grocery shopping every week, their money is not going so far. If it is going, the packaging is getting smaller. Everybody understands that. You know, you open a package of potato chips, you know, you need a a search party to go find more than six. (laughs) It just doesn't happen. Everything is getting smaller. So what you need to do is have at least 15% of hard assets in your portfolio like gold, silver. And we're going to talk about natural fancy colored diamonds because we've got some real good news Mm -hmm. to bring to you today. One eight seven
0: seven eight 877 8 silver e store is a wonderful place to, uh, to start as well, Darren. Love the E-Store, all revamped and redone. You should check it out, yeah?
1: It is a great spot to start, and of course, to be able to see the product that you're buying, to learn more about the product you're buying is a very smart thing to do, John. So it's a great suggestion. And speaking of coinage again we're talking about waking up from a summertime snooze with this little bit of a pullback in the market with silver trading around uh the 17 dollar to 18 dollar range uh, a troy ounce it's down roughly around two dollars and change over the last three weeks the price of if we look at coins silver eagle buoyant coin is is roughly and even uh, $20 now so again with uh, the coins that we sell here we're seeing a bit of a pullback and again typically let's say 10 years ago if this pullback happened it would be panic in the markets I mean people would be wondering what the heck to do how do we fix this should we sell instead though we're getting a ton of buying October silver eagle sales now stand at about 1.9 million uh, coins in the US and of course if you translate that over and look at gold the precious metals down by around 80 bucks in the last three weeks but gold boy and buyers were a bit more single-minded in the acquisition of Gold Eagles during the summer. They did fall slightly over the summer in sympathy with the Eagle decline overall, but not anywhere near what they have done in the past. And again, now with this little bit of a pullback, they've ramped way up again. So we're seeing that translate into the same thing at Guild Hall, where we're getting more and more phone calls about coin buyers and uh, people that want to buy to take home and they're, you know, shopping and finding out where the best price is. But again, you know, you have to relate that to the value of
2: the service and what Guildhall
1: offers.
0: And I'm a big fan of the storage. I think that's the way to go. Don't keep it at home. Don't lug it home, right?
2: Well, to put store at home, you're only covered for about $1,500 on your home insurance. You're also putting your family in a little bit of a danger for home invasion. Personally, I don't keep a nickel of gold Mm -hmm. or silver at home. It's in the depository. Um, You know, what we try to tell our clients is to keep... The product out of the banking system. If you're buying gold and silver, why would you then go put it back into a safe deposit box which you're putting back into into the system? So what you need to do, put it in a safe, secure, allocated, segregated depository, IROC approved, um, which we use. It's the same depository we use for all of our registered retirement plans which, by the way, we partner with Questrade and they are the custodian. Uh, They look after all the paperwork. Uh, We help doing the buying and the purchasing and the selling of gold and silver for them Um, this is a great opportunity to buy gold and silver you know whether you're buying you know 1 ounce bars 10 ounce bars maples 100 ounce bars of silver the same thing with gold whether you're buying gold maples 1 ounce gold bars 10 ounce bars kilo bars it's available to you for pickup to take home but we advise again to put into the storage it's cost you less than one tenth of 1% a month to store And to insure your product, which is even cheaper than insuring it through an insurance company. Uh, Your product's insured with Lloyd's of London. It's a wonderful way to to own product. Or if you haven't invested and you're over 25 years old, you can put into a TFSA up to $46,500, gold and silver. Right now, you don't need a big move for gold and silver to go up for you to start making money.
0: We'll take a short break, and after the break, we'll get to one of our favorite guests here on The Real Money Show. Gerald Salente joins us once again. If you've never heard him on The Real Money Show, stick around. It's an absolute treat. In the meantime, the number is one eight seven seven eight silver The website is guildhallwealth.com. The Precious uh, precious Metal Advisor, the Investor Kit, and the e-store all available there. Real Money Show continues. Talk Radio, Mayam 640 the number one eight seven seven eight silver online to guildhallwealth.com. A very special guest to the show now. We love when he's on. A treat for our listeners, the one and only world-renowned trend expert, Mr. Gerald Salente, if you've heard him on here before, a trend forecaster, a publisher of the Trends Journal. Uh, you've heard him on or seen him on CNN, the Oprah Winfrey Show, Today's Show, Good Morning America, CBS Morning News, it's on and on. And, of course, the Real Money Show. Welcome back to the show, Gerald. Well, Gerald, as always, it's a pleasure to have you with us here on the Real Money Show. We're glad to have you
1: aboard. And uh, let me cut right to the first question I have. Given the relatively new state of being in post-Brexit UK, what are your thoughts to date and what are you observing as UK citizens now deal in a new world of order? Um, you know, does, does gold or silver buying play a role in moving forward?
3: Well, you know, there's so much uncertainty with uh, what's going to come out of Brexit, you know. There's, the numbers of, of losses that they're totaling up now are really astronomical and there's really no quantifiable base for it it's mostly speculation but the bigger picture is just think of what uh... they just happened uh, what happened just a week ago over here in the states with the imf and the world bank meetings in washington they're concerned about brexit they're concerned about anti-globalization trends they're concerned about anti Anti uh, about pro protectionist trends, and they're also warning of a uh, a global slowdown. So it's a very volatile situation. So in situations like this, as we look at it, and again Brexit only being one element within the global picture, uh, we we again we don't give financial advice with trend forecasters. Of course, of course. We uh, we have gold and gold and silver as uh, the safe haven commodities. Look, what brought gold prices down uh, over a week ago? All of a sudden, you know, there was naked short selling that dropped gold prices $40. It happened on a Tuesday. Who's one of the world's biggest buyers of gold? China? Where was China that week? How come gold went down so quick? How come the Chinese weren't buying? Well, ironically, it was golden week in China. It was a vacation week. The markets were closed for a week. They drove down the prices of gold when the Chinese markets were closed. Again, one of the world's largest buyers of gold. So there's great concern that the equity markets are, are, are in trouble. As a matter of fact, you know what we've been saying in others, you know, for years because we know this whole thing is just blown up with fake money, you know, digital money. Backed by nothing and printed on nothing, and negative and zero interest rate policy, red alert for U.S. stocks with very high chance of severe fall warns HSBC. Yeah, no kidding. So, of course, you have a global instability on the geopolitical and economic fronts. So, gold and silver are the safe haven assets. And again,
1: That to me is pretty amazing considering where we are in the big picture that they could still get away with that given how much we've had in terms of real information coming to the forefront, how many times you've spoken and others like yourself, great analysts around the world, trend predictions, things that are getting sent out to the media in droves now in a much bigger number, yet still you see a very small percentage of people control the the market on a Tuesday, as you said, in the middle of a time when one country's asleep or on vacation for a week. So it it does still surprise me that it's happening, but I think what the future holds is amazing. Now, if, if you're a reader of the Trends Journal, and, and we do here at Guildhall read it, and I highly suggest you do subscribe to it if you're listening to the show, you may have heard the term direct democracy uh, bantered about in the most recent Trends Journal. What I'm curious to know, Gerald, Do gold and silver buying play a role moving forward as assets of independence and anti-establishment? And does gold ownership in the large picture play any role in the idea of what you call or refer to as direct democracy?
3: Yes, it does. Because, again, you know, gold is, I mean, gold's been around since the beginning of the written word. And uh, direct democracy, of course, Brexit is an example of it. You know, let the people decide what they want. You know, we're talking about the manipulation of the markets. Everything's manipulated by a small group of people. They call them the economic elite. They actually use that word. So you're looking again. The economic. Read the Financial Times. Anyone? They refer to the meeting I was talking about in Washington. The economic elite. We are just peasants in Slave Landia. So gold is that currency outside of Slave Landia that gives the people the freedom regardless of of states nationalities or borders to trade as they wish and again it's been around since the written word's been around so it's not going anywhere but they're trying to kill it so that they can keep their currencies that are digital dollars backed by nothing and printed on nothing to give them some kind of credibility of substance so going back to direct democracy yes gold is a is a direct element of that, because it's a we-the-people commodity. And direct democracy is a we-the-people choice of what our future should look like. Look, I've written international bestsellers. I've written a number of books. I've been publishing the Trends Journal since 1991. It took me to my last birthday to write this one sentence, and I can't use the term that I actually wrote, but I'll give you an idea. I was not put on this earth to take orders from, I'll use the word jerks, but I used another <laughs> word. And that's what direct democracy is. Who made up this stuff that we have a bunch of little low-life people called presidents, prime ministers, and chancellors, and generals of this and that, and, and policymakers, etc., to tell us what we should be doing? Who put this in their heads, their egos? That's what put it in their heads. So direct democracy is a direct link to gold because it buys freedom at real value.
1: It's an interesting concept, and I think it's one that our readers, our listeners, definitely relate to. On the heels of that, you wrote the following in article in the most recent trends journal titled People Power, The New World Order, in which we talked you talked about that particular concept. In that particular article, what I wanted to know is that how how confident are you that this type of Brexit situation is going to bleed over to other countries around the world? Is this inevitable? And if so, do the types of assets we talk about on the show end up becoming much uh, more important in the mainstream?
3: It's It's not happening in the United States or Canada. The North Americans have lost their courage as I see it. Look at this presidential election. What a freak show this is. Nothing more than name-calling. Where's the outrage? Turn on the mainstream media. Listen to these little prostitutes, these media whores repeating their, their corporate lines and, and, their, and their shilling for their, their, uh, their political whore masters. Look at these people arguing between each other and among each other about which jerk is the worst jerk or the better jerk. And all they're doing is throwing out cheap lines. Nothing about policy. Zero, not a zilch. Maybe oh, just some throwaway lines. You know, Trump is going to get rid of ISIS, going to beat the hell out of him. You know what, am I six years old? Who are you talking to? You know who he's talking to? He's talking to the face of America, just as Hillary Clinton is. How are you going to get rid of ISIS? So I'm going to get rid of that leader, Bogue Daddy, or whatever his name. I thought he was a rap singer, you know? I mean, this is how shallow the whole thing is. It's a mirror image of America. You're asking about answer, about uh, Brexit and direct democracy. Look what's going on in Italy, whether it's the five-star movement or the Northern League. In Le Pen with France, look what's going on in in, in the Netherlands with uh, Gert Wilder. Look what's going on in Austria with the Freedom Party. Look what's going on in, in, in Germany with the AfD, the Alternative for Deutschland Party. All movements of the people by the people. The media calls them right-wing movements, left-wing movements, populist movements. They're fed-up movements. But they're not happening in North America. This is the only place where people are getting shafted right in front of their eyes and they don't have the courage to stand up and fight back.
1: Well, I guess then the magnitude of false data continues because we talk about it constantly on here in terms of the headlines being distributed around North America and how people unfortunately have succumbed to reading a quick headline and believing it for word. Does this change the overall impression that you have moving forward of what might happen in North America? Is there a tipping point to be had any time in the near future that might lead us in a new direction?
3: The tipping point has to come. I've been at this business a lot of years. I began my career, by the way, at a graduate school. My, My degree was in a Master's of Public Administration. I began to run political campaigns in Westchester County. I was a number, right out of graduate school. the number, number two guy running the mayoral race in Yonkers. And we're talking about a city of almost 300,000 people. I was in Westchester County running campaigns. I was the assistant to the secretary of the New York State Senate, designed and instructed American politics and campaign technology and um, St. John's University, chief government affairs specialist for the chemical industry in, in D.C. and Chicago for many years. I had pictures of... I've been with presidents, I've been with prime ministers, I've been with princes. And I know what this deal is. And it has to start from the bottom up. And that's what's not happening. It has to be a groundswell. Until there's a groundswell, I don't believe it's going to happen. So you take Trump, for example. He's a pop populist. What he stands for when it all not so confused is what so many people are looking for, but we don't have the infrastructure in place, the groups in place, to make it happen. So it has to, as I see it, it needs to be from the bottom up, and I just don't see that building. It, events usually don't cause it. Uh, people like to say things like, you know, things really have to collapse. It has to get worse before it gets better. No, it can get a lot worse after it gets worse. You know, look what's going on in Iraq. Hey, 15-year war in Afghanistan. How much worse could it get? Is it getting any better? Well, for the Taliban, it's better. They're recapturing just about everything that they lost. So it needs to be, I believe, a movement based in morality. And that's something that's missing from the equation today. It's mostly about how about me? You had to tell you more about me? Let me tell you about me. And that's what it's about me, and it's not about us.
1: Well, on the heels of that too, I mean, if you think about uh, where the US is going in particular as Canadians, this is a question our listeners want to pose to you to constantly, you know, if you're going to have Gerald on, you have to ask him, what happens to the precious metals sector if either Clinton or Trump get elected? I mean, it's a big question.
3: Nothing. We don't see an issue with either of them. Right and that's and we've been writing about this. It's a bigger issue than them. America's 5% of the world's population. Yeah, we're the world's biggest economy, and we're going down fast. Look at what's going on in Canada, I have to tell you. How about all the Chinese moving in? The business of China is business. They're buying up the world. The business of America and Canada's war. They're wasting our their resources, the people's resources. We're not building a future. We're destroying nations. We're in a state of fear. When you're in a state of fear and terror, you don't have, your creative senses decline. This isn't speculation. It's fact. And you can look, you read philosophers on it. Look at, look at the golden ages just in the United States, for example. We pick up any magazine from the 1930s, listen to the music of the 1930s. a depression going on. Terrible times. One of the greatest times of creativity, the jazz age, The Roaring Twenties, the 1930s, glamour, elegance, no fear of war. So as long as we're in this war state mentality, you don't have a creative sense building at the highest levels it should be. So the, the election doesn't mean anything in the grander scale. It's a global scale, and the global scale is very clear. We wrote about this three years ago in our Trends Journal. We call it China boomtown in a country near you. Mm -hmm. And that's what you're saying. So the election doesn't mean anything. It's mostly hyperbole. You know, if Trump gets in, will there be things that, you know, will drive gold up more so than Clinton? Possibly. But the picture is much bigger than both of them, and a lot bigger than the United States.
0: And we'll take a short break. More Gerald Celente is coming uh, coming right up. In the meantime, the number one eight seven seven eight Silver Online to GuildhallWealth Make sure you explore all the options, including the e store and how to use your registered accounts to get some gold and silver in your savings and your investments right now. More, uh, more Real Money Show coming right up here It's Talk Radio AM six forty. One eight seven seven eight silver is the number. Guildhallwealth dot com. Back to our interview. Gerald Salente continues here on the Real Money Show.
2: Gerald, uh, it's Paul here. Just a couple of questions. In the last uh, week, you know, Deutsche Bank, um, the Department of Justice fined them fourteen billion dollars. We haven't heard a thing this week. Not in since last Friday. There hasn't been one thing in the press about Deutsche Bank. The same thing uh, on Tuesday of this week. John Corzine. Uh, offered a five million dollar fine of uh, under MF Global not to be prosecuted. I think. What What is your thoughts on John Corzine, the former governor and senator?
3: Well, you know my thoughts on John the slime Corzine, you know the former head of the Goldman Sachs gang, and uh, as well, and um, you know he robbed me of my money. I had I had um, gold contracts uh, that I was going to take purchase of in November and they went into segregated accounts and and stole our dough and crashed the um, uh, MF Global. By the way, go back to that date. It was coming up. It was Halloween, October 11th. Quite ironic, by the way. Not only did he crash MF Global, and again, we're in a neo-feudal society. I mentioned to you, read the language they call the people, the very rich, the economic elite. There are different laws in a neo-feudal society for the economic elite and the political nobility. They never go to jail. They pay, they pay fines, and most of the fines are slap on the wrist. Going back to Corzine and what he did, go back to that date. Gold peaked just around then. It was the beginning of gold's decline when MF Global went under. Gold was around 1927, near its high. When MF Global brought down the commodities market, gold prices started to slump right after that. And again, this is a guy that's the former head of the Goldman Sachs gang, besides being governor and senator in New Jersey. A disgusting human being gets off with a slap-on-the-wrist fine, and you're right. It came out one day in the media that he was going to pay the fine. It went away. The same thing with Deutsche Bank. News, 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 no news. The whole game is rigged. There is no free media. Look what's coming out with the WikiLeaks tapes about Clinton and how the whole media game is rigged. One guy after that little boy, John Harwood. How about Hallwood? that little Slimer on CNBC shooting his arrogant mouth off all the time as he bends over and licks there, you-know-what, sitting on his, kneeling down and sucking up. It's right there for everybody to read to the Clintons and the rest of the higher-ups. And these are the little clowns and low-life, little boys without a pair of cojones among all of them, if you put them together. And, and they're it, selling us the lies. But who, who, who are another? the people,
2: uh, Gerald, that are watching CNBC and, and taking notice?
3: But again, it's, it's, a, it's a cumulative effect. It's not only CBS, this clown also writes. for the. They call themselves the paper of record, the New York Times. How about the toilet paper of record? This is a, this is a newspaper that took us to war against Iraq with the lies that you know, Saddam Hussein had aluminum tubes and yellow cake and this and that. So when you put it all together, the Cartoon News Network, CNN, ABC, CBS, NBC, BBC, one after another, and you put it all together, it has an impact. So it's the the sum of the total. And in the United States, why do you think they're all in favor of Clinton? It's a very simple formula. It's called the deregulation of the 1996 Federal Communications Act by Bill Clinton. In the old days... All the radio, radios. Thousands of people owned radio stations, TV, local TV stations. He deregulated the industry. Now six companies own over 90 percent of the media in America. So it does have an effect. Although the alternative media, it has its, it has a way of getting a message out. The mainstream media is still the mainstay in terms of setting an agenda. I need no greater example than Aleppo and how we've been taught to hate the Russians because of what's going on in Aleppo, but yet the Saudis are bombing the hell out of innocent people in Yemen with armaments supplied by the United States. Obama sold the Saudis more bombs, bullets, and, and weapons of, of destruction than any other president. But that doesn't make the news on the front page. They'll show a kid from Aleppo, but they won't show the 150 slaughtered last week in Yemen by the Saudis. So the mass media makes a difference.
1: So in other words, nothing's changed in terms of the way they present that to us. It's always been swept under the rug and will be continue to do so.
3: As long as they're in charge. Right. And that's what the, people don't realize the power they have, and that's what the cover of the trends journal is: people power. And, and it, again, it's, it, all it does is take populist movements, and the time has never been better for it. Again, you're seeing it with all the things that I mentioned, whether, again, the Podemos Party, and yeah, they kind of sold out in Spain. but the, look, the, the, the five-star movement in Italy. You have a, now you have a woman mayor of Rome, 37 years old, the fourth largest city, Torino, another woman mayor from the five-star movement. You saw Merkel's party get bashed in the, in the first round of elections that just went on from the AfD, the Alternative for Deutschland. They're going to have, a, they're going to have an election coming up soon in Austria, and it looks like the, uh, the Freedom Party is going to win. The movement is there. The people have to move.
1: It's just going to happen here last, most likely. The way we
3: see it, look, we launched Occupy Peace last year, OccupyPeace.us, to honor the founding fathers, no foreign entanglements. We raised hardly no any money at all to keep it going. I had Ralph Nader here, Cindy Sheehan, the woman that camped out in front of George Bush's place for like five months. Her son was killed in Iraq. Dr. Robert Thurman, Uma Thurman's father, renowned Buddhist practitioner. Gary Null from New York City, very, you know, huge radio personality. We've closed down the four corners up here in Colonial Kingston. I know billionaires and multi-millionaires, not one penny for peace, no money for peace. Hey, they just had International Peace Day. You know what it was? September 21st. You know how much media coverage it got? Try nothing.
1: It doesn't surprise us at all, nor our listeners, and on that note, How do our listeners connect with Gerald Salente if they want to get a hold of the Trends Journal and become one of the uh, subscription readers?
3: Well, it's easy. Go to TrendsResearch.com, TrendsResearch.com. And besides the Trends Journal, of course, we do trends in the news broadcasts each weekday night. We have uh, Trends Monthly, Trend Alerts each week. And, of course, we're having a conference here, and in, um, in, we have them throughout the year. The next one's coming up in December. We'll be launching the uh, top trends of 2017. And, again, we believe the Trends Journal is the only place where you're going to find history before it happens. And what we also do is to provide people with strategies to consider and opportunities to seize and dangers to avoid in these upcoming times. And you asked me first about gold, and my, our forecast remains the same. When gold breaks over $1,400 an ounce and stabilizes, it's going to spike to 2000 well, listen, we're going to be
1: paying attention, that's for sure, Gerald, and we appreciate the time that you take to spend with us. Our listeners love hearing from you, and we look forward to the next time we get a chance to speak with you. Be well, my friend, and uh, God bless you. We'll talk to you soon.
0: Thank
3: you, and thank you, Paul. See,
0: take care, Gerald. We'll take a quick break. The number, one eight seven seven eight silver online to guildhallwealth.com to get some precious metals, physical metal, into your account as well, your RSP account, your RESP, any registered accounts like that, you can do so. And it all starts with a click of the mouse. And- and a number, a phone call to that number and a reminder as well for every $5,000 U.S. invested in an RSP account. Guildhall will kick in a gram of gold as well. Lots more of the Real Money Show coming right up. We'll talk diamonds. Some big news on the other side of the break on Talk Radio Ham 640. one silver online to guildhallwealth.com Got to thank uh, Gerald Salenti again, again, trendsresearch.com if you want to sign up for the Trends Journal. Darren, post-mortem, just what? wind him up.
1: Listen, Let you Gerald barely needs any introduction as it is, but <laughs> when you give him a little question and poke him a little bit to to respond, uh, and Paul did that, you know, with the MF Global information, he gets on a tangent. And I'll tell you, the reason I love having him, as I just said in between the uh, in between sets, there we were saying is because he tells you how it is. He doesn't hold back, and I mean, people like that in this day and age; they want honesty, and that's what he's saying. And you know, he said it matters where we are matters because uh, the overall trend, trend of people coming to the realization that the way they've done things traditionally for decades upon decades is not going to work anymore in this uh, post 2008 era. So when it comes to gold and silver, he's making it very clear that although he can't predict the immediate future, it's not his job. The trend is telling him that, you know, gold, once it breaks 1400 on its way to 2000. Well, where does silver go with a move like that? Paul, I guarantee you, Silver is going to be every bit just as good, if not way better, in percentage of gain. So if gold goes to two thousand and moves up nearly eighty percent, well, you're going to get a move that corresponds of probably two or three hundred percent in silver. That'll easily take us back well, to the all time high. We're
2: looking at a sixteen to one ratio that's been there from the start of you know people owning gold and silver. We go back to biblical times; it was sixteen pieces of silver to one piece of gold. Um, Right now, we're in actually at about 71, 72 to 1 ratio, which is three times too much, four times too much. So if you're looking uh, a $2,000 gold divided by 16, you know, you're going to have a pretty nice price on silver. And I think it's a great buying opportunity right now. We're trading in the 1740 range I would load the boat up. I really would. I've been buying silver and gold myself. I think this is a great time to own gold and silver.
0: one 7 8 silver guildhallwealthcom to get started there.
1: And if you do want to open up an account, remember, as an account holder, you have a number of options. One is to take that product home with you. You pick up some kilo bars of silver, maybe a few bars of gold, take it home with you, do whatever you like, be safe with it, keep it secure. If you can't be secure and if you don't like that type of liquidity where you want to be able to pick up a phone and buy and sell store it with us we'll show you a storage option that is world class that means you can visit your product have it insured and all for a very simple cost and if you would like to have this metal within your portfolio in a registered capacity whether it's your rsp tfsa your RIF, lift your lira All those options are available, spousal RSPs, locked-in RSPs, and they can be converted nine times out of ten right over and into bullion. It's a very simple process. If you'd like to get that ball rolling, please do so. Now, we would be remiss if we didn't talk about our favorite part of the show, which is colored diamonds. We have some tremendous news. So everybody listening kind of turn your focus for a second because this is something that we're extremely proud to announce and it hasn't happened in a few years despite our best efforts. Paul had some luck.
2: Yes, I was in, uh, I went to the uh, the Argyle Tender in New York two weeks ago, two weeks ago mm-hmm. last Friday, uh, Friday two weeks I should say, and w- the collection was 63 of the most incredible natural fancy colored diamonds, which the Argyle mine produces of pinks and lilac and purple and even a couple of reds. But this year, the diamonds were incredible. Uh, I liked five or six diamonds, but I was fortunate enough to win one diamond. And the diamond that I won was probably the best diamond I thought in the collection. Um, it's a 0.55, just over a half a nice. carat. But it's a 2P, which means it's a very strong color. Um, It's a fancy deep pink. The diamond almost looked red. Um, My associate that I work very, very closely with thinks that it could actually be recut into a red, which would take the price five times as much of what I paid for it. But I don't want to touch this diamond. It's an emerald cut. It's 0.55. It's a VVS1. Incredible clarity. You don't see that type of clarity in any pink diamonds. They're normally SI1, SI2, even I1. We sell only VS, so we have a a collection of VS diamonds. This is a VVS1 which is, this diamond is incredible. The color it's evenly saturated, as I said, it's deep pink, it's almost red. A lot of the diamonds that were in the tender had a little bit of a brownish tone to them. Um, Though they were purposely pink they had a little bit of a tinge of, of brown and I stay away from that type of color. The prices this year, from my associate, he also bid on about 15 stones. He won two. Hmm. So this is throughout the world. I mean, there was 63 stones that, from Perth, Australia, to Hong Kong, to London, to New York. A lot of people saw these stones. A lot of people bid on them. And the prices this year went through the roof. I can tell you that we bid on this stone about 60% more than we would normally bid. That's more than we did last year. I wanted this stone. I went after it. And it's something that's money in the bank. You know, we will put it up on the website uh, for people if they want to buy it. But it's going to be quite costly. I can tell you that. Um, the stone that we won is just a magnificent stone. I am so proud to have won this stone
0: someone 's going to someone 's going to take it i mean if it's if it 's that good a stone right guys, it still won 't last i mean really well know, relatively we, speaking
2: for the last two years we 've gone after four or five stones. We never got anything. Right. We bid forty percent more than we did last year. The year before we bid forty percent the year before that we were fortunate we got three stones um, and some of our clients have bought the tender stones. Uh, I'd love to be able to buy them back, but I guess they don't want to sell them back to us because they've gone up incredible. I mean, since the tender started just over 30 years ago, there's been a total of 1,571 tender stones. That's it. That's it. And, you know, the mine may, you know, produce from, I think it's twenty. uh 2022, I think they're going to close it. It was supposed to be t- uh, tw- 2018, but I think they're going to extend it. They've come up with some new technology. But the stones are getting smaller, oh. um, and the clarity is not that great. But as I said, this year they had 63 stones, and they were absolutely magnificent. Um, and there was more VS stones this year than there's ever been before. I guess they tried to bring the best of the best. Normally there's only 10 to eleven VS quality stones that come into that tender. So over over thirty years, there's only been three hundred VS argiles. So this is you know, and, and Japan has been buying them. China has been buying them. Um, there's because of the devaluation, because of Brexit, the. England is buying natural fancy colored diamonds. It's a hedge against the currency. You know, we've gone down from a dollar thirty-five down to a dollar twenty-two. It's dropped that much. They're talking about par to the U.S. dollar. What's a safer bet than having an argyle pink that's going to probably increase thirty-five, forty percent a year? And I can say that as much as fifty percent a year. If you go to our website, GuildhallDiamonds.com, look at our argyle pinks. Um, we've sold a couple of Argyle pinks uh, this week. They were small. They were deep. I, I fell in love with this color, deep pink. Mm-hmm. We sold two this week. I'm think I don't, not even sure if they were up on the website. Clients came in, saw the stones, saw the color, saw the cut, looked at the clarity. They were VVS1 and VVS2. We've been fortunate enough to deal and get these type of stones and bring them to you. These are the investments that will increase in value if you're looking to retire you're looking for to put your kids through university you know putting up buying a stone whether it's a 100,000 even 200,000 you're going to see returns of 2 300% over 10 12 15 years maybe higher when this mine closes and this is a great opportunity to buy to invest in a natural fancy colored diamond or gold and silver this is a great great opportunity to get some strong hard asset into your portfolio
0: One eight seven seven eight silver and to see the collection go to guildhalldiamonds.com Darren you should mention as well that uh, I mean you guys have one of the best if not the best collection of yellow diamonds as well right we do it is the strongest
1: and I would argue the largest amount of mm. internally flawless yellows you'll find anywhere in the planet and if it's if there's one that's larger than this, it certainly isn't publicized so publicized collections that I'm aware of ours is the largest and of course we wouldn't want to sell yellows short by any stretch of the imagination, because in fact, except for Argyle pinks, there have been years where vivid yellows have actually done just as well as pink diamonds in general. So there are always exceptions to that rule. And right now, if I was an investor and I was uncertain about whether or not I wanted to take the leap to a pink initially, I would be staking my entrance on a vivid yellow. There's plenty in the collection to choose from. And if you have The wherewithal and the budget to do so, I would be making sure that I had one vivid matched with one even pink so that would make a collection and that would be a start of something that might be bigger down the road. Of course, this is the type of thing we talk about all the time at our seminars. And we have one coming up, yep. as we've said throughout the show, October the 20th, this coming Thursday. So if you're hearing the show this weekend and you still haven't got your seat arranged, this is a registered bullion seminar, please do so. We'll always touch on diamonds a little bit, and of course, we'll be opening the floor to questions about diamonds. But if you have got a wherewithal to get involved in this particular arena and you've got the budget to do so, The best of all would be to start with something in the precious metals arena and have it equally matched with something in the colored diamond arena. Owning these diamonds is almost a no brainer. And the more people that come to Guildhall and think about this as an investment, the more people say, where was this 10, 15, 20 years ago when I put my money into RSPs? We understand the difficulties people have with getting their head around the idea of owning something so small that in the palm of your hands could be literally the value of your home walking around and what would happen if I lost it and all the different intricacies that follow colored diamonds or other diamond ownership. But in colored diamonds, you have an asset that allows you to sleep at night, that allows you to be free of volatility. For the most part, we've experienced almost none in 40, 50 years of keeping prices. Literally they've never dropped. And if you look at that from a pure practical perspective, for generations of people that want to um, invest wisely, keep something in their back pocket for that next generation coming through, this is a milestone investment. So I highly encourage you to go to guildhalldiamonds.com, take a look at the collections, and call any of us personally. Call, just pick up the phone and say, what is it about these that makes you guys so passionate? I want to feel that passion. What is it that's, you know, And will tell you, we own them. We invest in these ourselves. This is how we make part of our living because we also believe enough in these assets to uh, put them into our own portfolio. So this is the a starting point here, and of course, we couldn't be more excited for this pink stone that we have.
0: And you don't have to just shove it in a you know a, a safety deposit box. You can turn it into jewelry, You're wealth to wear, yeah.
1: I would highly recommend you do it and consider your options in doing so. There's nothing that says uh, to anyone around you that I'm uh, special or that I'm important Uh, than looking at a center stone that's a pink, tender argyle diamond, Mm -hmm. especially the one that Paul just mentioned. I mean, a 55 point diamond is absolutely gorgeous. It's a perfect for a nice centerpiece of a nice setup stone. And of course you can have that designed and custom made right in our office. The process is very easy and I do highly recommend it for the cost of a setting that might run anywhere from, you know, 3,500 to the sky's the limit. It's well worth every penny to be able to showcase that stone and be able to share it. In will take care of the rest.
2: Yeah, Darren is right. I mean, um, for me to to put a a diamond into a beautiful setting is like having a home. You know, you put a new kitchen in or you put a new bathroom, it increases the value of that property. It does exactly the same with a diamond. When you put a diamond uh, into a beautiful setting, whether it's uh, a halo of one ring of diamonds, two halos, three halos, we can do whatever you want, whatever we fit your potty, the ring to your pocketbook, or whether you want to do a pendant or whatever style you want to do in a piece of jewellery, we work with designers that will be able to complete and make something so beautiful that you'll be so proud to have and have a great investment at the same time.
0: You've got to see the collection. GuildhallDiamonds.com is where you want to start. Give them a call as well. One eight seven seven eight silver Online to GuildhallWealth.com. Reminder the Precious Metal Advisor, the Investor Kit, and using your RSP and other registered accounts to get going on some precious metals. And when you use that account for every $5,000 U.S. invested, you will receive a gram of gold from Guildhall as well. Till next time, The Real Money Show. Talk Radio, Name 640.